When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Sharing ideas about money. This is Share Radio. This is Simon Rose. It's now time for the Financial Outlook for Personal Investors. And I'm joined, I'd like to say, by Neil Shah, Director of Content and Strategy at Edison Group. We're going to be looking at the world of investment from a UK perspective, but starting by looking at uh, events internationally, we, we really need to talk, I suppose, about what effect the Middle East conflict might have on, on markets generally around the world. And ultimately, I suppose, as well, on, on prices of things like oil and gas. Yes, Simon. I mean, I think, um, you know, intuitively, uh, I think we, we need to, you know, there's some awful, awful things happening um, in Israel. Um, and the way I think what I wanted to, to sort of walk through is how people focusing on markets and are then thinking about how that impacts the way they're looking at their sort of investment decisions. And it's 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 a little bit of a binary switch. You know, if you start to think see things escalate, you should expect one set of events to happen. But if you see that things diffuse, etc., you almost go the other way. Mm. So there's a certain amount of anticipation within the market. So the the the, the almost the the sort of you know you you've already seen it in the markets. The very first thing that you saw was oil price starting to lift up. Um, so any you know the Middle East is a significant um, producer of oil. Um, and if we do see, you know, an escalation in any kind of conflict, um, you know, you're expecting to see, uh, uh, you know, sanctions being put in place, uh, constraints on supply, and then and and disruption to production. So uh, you would probably start to see a spike uh, in oil price. Uh, that feeds through uh, into, you know, what we've all been used to here in the UK, the cost of living. Um, yeah prices and um, inflation, you know, having started to ease off expectations that actually, you know, we might be looking at a slightly more painful inflation scenario going forward. Uh, Typically, the volatility leads to movement into safe havens and you you would expect to see a surge in the dollar uh, as capital flows move effectively to dollar-denominated securities. which you know there are ways of playing that so those who benefit that there are a number of uk-based um listed companies who benefit from strong dollar exposure um so that's certainly worth um bearing in mind but and then finally i think it there's a sort of you know tied to that risk tolerances so you're probably going to see um a little bit more nervousness about uh, investing in emerging markets and particularly those emerging economies that are, you know, net importers of oils. So, you know, if you're seeing that their input costs are are rising, you're probably going to see capital flows moving away from from those. And then um, tied to that, uh, you know, you you have that sort of uh, when inflation first reared its head, 
you saw a, a runaway from the long duration stocks, a companies which are going to make their, their money in the distant future. And so mm. if you're discounting that more aggressively, it's the tech stocks that, that typically would get hit again. Uh, which have been driving you know, markets generally, certainly in America. Yeah. They, they've been what's kept it up. Yeah, so I mean, I think I think, and and you know, there is this trade-off because you know you are going to see capital flows go into US again, so you might see them going into the largest, most liquid tech names anyway. But at the same time, I think there would be a general expectation that the, the multiples on tech stocks, if inflation expectations and the view on rates mm. um, sort of changed, is that you would probably start to see pressure coming back into the, the, the broader tech sector. So. So I, ju- I just wanted to connect to the dots effectively. You know, they've got this very visible media um, sort of talking about, you know, what is happening in Israel and the risk of that escalating. And, I, and you know, translating that effectively in terms of, you know, if you're looking at financial markets and investing, you know, some of the, the, the factors that you ought to be aware of in terms of how that might play out uh, as things evolve. And the, the final thing is, of course, you've got to be nimble because, you know, as I said, it's a binary switch. If, if events go one way, you would expect a certain set of events. If they go the other way, you'll, you'll almost see the reverse of that. Yeah. Okay. Uh, good moment for us just to pause. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Sharing ideas about money. This is Share Radio. This is Simon Rhodes. You're listening to the Financial Outlook for Personal Investors. I'm talking to uh, Neil Shah of Edison Group. And uh, we're going to move on now and, and actually look at one particular um, uh, investment trust, I believe. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I wanted to talk about the um, the Aberdeen um, UK Smaller Companies Growth Trust. Um, this is a trust run by Abby Glennie and Amanda Yemen. Um, very successful history. Um, a little bit of a struggle through 2022. Um, two reasons to focus on it. Firstly, uh, there's a new note out, so please go to the Edison website and have a look at the note that was published on the 18th of October if you want to delve into the detail. The, the reason I think it's it's interesting is, um, you know, the, the managers have had, you know, a little bit of a, a tough 2022 in terms of performance. Um, and they're, they're, there's no surprise. I mean, there's a range of macroeconomic factors and the fact that the UK is, you know, out of favour with a lot of international investors. And, you know, you have seen some very attractive companies actually, you know, slip from a valuation perspective, mm. um, despite them doing okay from a performance perspective. What I like about, uh, about the approach is that they have decided to stick with anything, right? So, and I like this in managers that they've got a particular true tried tested structure in terms of how they go about stock picking. And they they use 
effectively a quality matrix. They they look for high quality companies with the right kind of momentum uh, um, and the right kind of growth attributes, um, which they aim to hold for the long term on a three to five year view. Now it's very easy, you know, when you get rattled with the market for a year, then you decide actually we're going to pivot the strategy. But I think um, the right thing to do is to to you know do what you're good at, and they're sticking to their guns. Um, you know, they will continue investing in that sort of approach and keep picking out high quality businesses. Um, and when is it, sorry, sorry, I was just going to say when it says smaller, it, 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 we're talking about smaller companies here, are we? Yeah, which have be. had a, a, a generally had a hard time, haven't they? Yeah, they have. And I mean, smaller companies, it's smaller mid-cap names. Right, I mean, within right. within their portfolio, they've got some, some, some you know, several billion pound market cap companies, as well as, you right. know, some smaller ones. So they included in the, the list of things like Four Imprint and Games Workshop, um, which are not micro cap in any, any sense of the Both way. of which we've spoken about in the past year. Indeed, indeed. So, um, you know, these are these are names that we like. Um, I think that they're doing um, the right kind of things, and uh, it, it's it's it it's basically picking up a a collection of these smaller companies where ultimately we think over time those valuations will correct and, and normalize. But you're buying them that the trust trades at a 14% discount to net asset value. So you know you're you're picking these up effectively at a, at an attractive yeah. price, and there's a 2.8% uh, yield to go with it. So you know it's not it's you are, you are, you are getting income as well uh, being exposed to this trust. Interesting, Neil. Thank you very much indeed. And as Neil said, if you want to read the note on that, you can go to the Edison Group website. My thanks then to um, Neil Shah. Um, and that is it for this edition of the Financial Outlook for Personal Investors. Neil, who is uh, Director of Content and Strategy at Edison Group, will be back with me in a fortnight's time. Sharing ideas about money. This is Share Radio. Share Radio.